You're about to listen to a message of Foundation of Truth Assembly. May the word you hear bear fruit in your heart now and always. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of sonship. The relationship we have with you that brings us into fellowship with you and has made us partners with you. Given the privilege to share your resources, Lord, we thank you. With you, we know that we can do all that you have called us to do upon this planet in this territory that indeed will bring to bear the ethos of your kingdom, the power of your kingdom and the glory of your kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord God, as your word comes, we pray, Lord God, let your breath come upon it. In the name of Jesus, illuminate us with the light of your word. In the name of Jesus. And by that light, energize us to rise and become all that you have created us to be. And that indeed, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess your lordship. In the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, O Lord. Thank you, Father, because you are here already. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah it's another time to bring to us god's word it is a privilege one that i do not take for granted this honor cannot be taken by any man it is given by god and something to be cherished therefore i cherish this moment that i share with you in bringing you god's word and i pray that indeed we all who partake in this word either as sharer or receiver we will indeed be blessed because we will become doers it's not those who speak the word or those who hear the word or those who like the word or those who retweet the word that are blessed but those who do the word may we all be perpetual continual doers in the name of jesus christ we go straight into what the lord has prepared for us today on the series that we started as it is in heaven we already established that um the dimension of God's dominion is multifaceted. And that on this planet and in every area of the world that God has created, all the planetary bodies, all the sin and in the unseen world, God reigns supreme. His power is supreme. His abilities are infinite. He occupies everything. He can do all things. Remember how we talked about how he has unlimited control over the five elements of nature and he is god in heaven but he's not only god in heaven he has created us to be gods on earth so as it is in heaven that it may be for us here on earth too we've been created with abilities that partner with god's abilities you know when god started to create the heavens and the earth as we saw from the book of genesis chapter one Bible talked about how God formed everything and at the end of all his creation he formed man and he made man to be the leader and he asked that dominion be given to the man. Man received an ability to co-create with God. What do I mean? You will say, oh man didn't create anything. I didn't read anything that man created in the garden of Eden. Read very well. If you go from Genesis chapter 2 verse 19 genesis chapter 2 the bible says all the animals all the creatures that god made he brought them to adam to see what name he will call them and whatever name he called them that was their name oh somebody saying pastor jenkins what are you talking about so what name did he call lion in which language did he call lion lion today i know in my language we call lion something different no no, no you're getting wrong we're not talking about nomenclature we are talking about identity so when the bible says Adam gave them names and the names he gave them, that is their name. That is, he conferred their identity on them. He configured the personalities of each creature. That is co-creating with God. That is partnering with God in dominion. Adam understood it. If you read further in the the same book of Genesis chapter 2, if you go from verse 22, the Bible said God had already formed a creature, a new creature, a super super creature you know that's that's i like to call them super creatures and they are very wonderful for all the women in the house put your hands together for yourself celebrate every woman around you because they are super 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 creatures woman man with extra wo woman the bible says in um genesis chapter 2 if you start reading from verse 22 the bible says then the rib which the lord had taken from man he made into a woman and he brought her to the man 
verse 23 says and adam said this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man she shall be called woman but wait a minute wait a minute did you observe something here if you back up and read 22 again the bible said god made the bone into a woman so in god's mind what he made was a woman but he didn't tell adam read your bible there's no expo he didn't tell adam what to call what he made who he made he didn't give adam any clue he brought the creature the new creature he made he brought that creature to man again just like in verse 19 to see what adam we call that creature and adam was able to discern remember at this point adam had not fallen he was able to discern accurately what was in the mind of god as far as god was concerned i made man i'm making woman and adam was able to pick that this creature that god has made is a woman you are not getting my point there is alignment adam and god were aligned today what do we see man has fallen we don't even understand <laughs> we don't understand anything anymore in fact when god still introduces people to us when god brings people to us we abuse them because we don't know what god had in mind before bringing them to us when god made the woman he had in mind a companion a help one who will become the mother of all nations because we, we, we are not in alignment with god so when god brings people away we we do not understand their purpose so therefore we begin to abuse them so he brings that beautiful sister your way and the next thing you are thinking of is how uh, you are going to propose how you will be in a relationship with her how you will sleep with her no 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 you are getting it wrong that's why we make mistake you don't know why he brought that man into your life you don't know why he brought that job to your life you don't know why he led you to that fellowship you don't know why he led you to meet that person because man has fallen and the spiritual, the spiritual discernment abilities that Adam had, he lost it when something happened to him in the Garden of Eden. You know what happened to him, don't you? When he, he met Satan and Eve was tricked and by extension, Adam fell alongside Eve in eating the forbidden fruit. You know something happened to them. They didn't die physically, right? I'm sure you remember. But something died in them. They died spiritually. They lost an aspect of dominion called spiritual dominion. That aspect was stolen by Satan the thief who comes to kill, to steal and destroy. He stole it from them. But God didn't take any other part of dominion from them. And that's why dominion is a bit difficult to teach when we don't understand the types of dominion. And there are different types and we're going to open scriptures today to see them different types of dominion but the one that adam lost in the transaction with satan was the spiritual type of dominion because you will see from that same scripture life continued in fact as a matter of fact if you read um chapter this same chapter three after he fell that was when adam changed the name of the woman and called her eve the Bible says from that moment she became the mother of all the living. And they began to carry on in their lives. You know, they began to do other things, gave birth to children, Cain and Abel. I'm sure you know the story. How Cain became the, the first murderer on, on earth. You know, God didn't say man should have dominion over man. But Cain took it the extra way. He decided to have dominion over his brother and killed him. Evil began to happen. God didn't take away strength from man. Man still had strength. He had strength to cultivate the land. He had strength to strike somebody dead. Follow me. If you go to chapter 4, you will see that the exit of mankind from the Garden of Eden, he didn't curtail his ability to express other areas of dominion. Man began to pioneer things. Man began to invent things. From verse 20, chapter 4, if you go to verse 20, the Bible says, and Ada bow Jabal. The Bible talked about how men began to pioneer different things. They be- became fathers of different fields of vocations, of endeavors, of lifestyle, of concepts. 
a man here was named Jabal. The Bible says he was the father of nomads, those who live in tents and rear cattle and rear herds of sheep or goats, animals from one place to another. He said he was the father of all the herdsmen. Jabal. So he founded a line of trade. So man was still pioneering. Man was still creating. He created a vocation. Just like today we say, oh, somebody is the father of the internet. Oh, somebody is the father of economics. Oh, somebody is the father of this and that. Jabal was the father of numbers. After man fell. So they still had abilities to pioneer, to create, to invent. If you read verse 21, you see Jubal. Jubal, the Bible says he was the father of all the people who learned to play string instruments. String instruments. He started to build harps, to build organs, pianos, you know, stringed instruments. Tubal was their father. Verse 22, you will see another founder there. His name Tubal King. Bible says he was the father of all those who, who made crafts with, with brass, with iron. Who was it? Chief ironsmith, chief brassmith. Man had vocational abilities to pioneer a new field. God didn't take that away from him. Verse 19, I read something very interesting. See verse 19. See what the Bible says. In verse 19, it says, Then Lamech took for himself two wives. This is the first man we are seeing in scriptures who started having more than one wife. God created only one for Adam. Just to show us the example and the pattern. To say it is one man, one woman. But Lamech started another line. He pioneered polygamy. So man began to express his ability to do and undo on the planet. To create things. To show forth his abilities. God didn't take all that away from him. You know when we were talking about um, the dominion expressions of God over the five elements we mentioned that God had dominion over fire. But God didn't take that away from man. Even after casting him from the garden of Eden. Oh, today, we, we too, we have dominion over fire. You, you, you don't get it. We have our gas cooker. We control the fire. We set it on, we set it off. We strike the match, we can end the match. We have our oxyacetylene flame. You can use that flame to cut something. It's fire, but it's controlled. So we have dominion over fire too. Not only God. Man, fallen man, has dominion over fire too. Is it about the air? You know, before we didn't know how to handle the air, but today they can trap air. There's a machine that is called a compressor. It can trap gas. It can trap air. And we put that air inside our tire. We begin to run. We put that air inside your football. You begin to play. So we have conquered air. We know what to do with air. We can compress it. We can liquefy it. We can do whatever we want to do with gas. Man has conquered air. Man has conquered water. Not only God conquered water. Today we have our submarines. We can create fountains, artificial fountains. We can do irrigation. We can dam a river just to create power hydropower we've conquered water so meaning god didn't take all these things from us no he didn't yes we lost dominion when our forefather adam and eve they, they they traded with the enemy they lost something but guess what we still have dominion over earth today we do subsea drilling and exploration we do mining we do construction we dig deep into the ground to make foundations very deep stuff we have conquered earth we know the types of rocks. We know how to create different kinds of soil. We know how to make plants go, grow in different places. We know what to do with sand. What to do with clay. We've conquered it. We use clay now. We do sculpture. We've conquered it. Is this space? Have you not heard of NASA? Space tourism. It's happening now. We've conquered space. So what exactly are we talking about? When we say man lost dominion. Yes, he lost dominion. The spiritual dimension of dominion. He lost it when he disobeyed. God told him, the day you eat of this fruit, you will surely die. As far as man was concerned, because he didn't physically die, he didn't know he lost something. He lost something. As far as he could express dominion over the other things, he felt he was fine. No, man is not fine until you have that apex manifestation of dominion called spiritual type of dominion. So disobedience, we see very clearly from scripture, is one way to never operate in dominion. If God says, go this way, you decide I will not go, you are going to suffer something. That's exactly what happened to man. 
There are other ways that people lose dominion. There are people that God has given prominence. God has given mastery. God has given conquest. And they lost it. Why? Sometimes it's ignorance. Ignorance is another reason, not just disobedience. Because you don't know who you are. You trivialize the thing you should protect. You expose the things you should guard. Then it's lost. Dominion is taken. A, a thought and a very, very crucial way through which people lose dominion or put themselves under servitude of another is what we call covenants. I don't have time to go there today. That's the most dangerous, most dangerous one. Most dangerous one. And we, we will see that, you know, as man fell, the quest to want to get that kind of dominion back, the spiritual type, began to increase. So men began to do all sorts of things to engage the spiritual realm. Just so we can have a glimpse, a glimpse, a glimpse of this enabler of other types of dominion. Today we are still searching. We are still searching. Let me just, let me, let me uh, say something here before we continue. Just so, so that this becomes easier for you to understand. All along we've been emphasizing the importance of the spiritual type of dominion. But we have established here that I, that's not the only type of dominion that exists. Because without the spiritual type of dominion, man is still capable of doing a lot. And if you doubt me, go and ask all those people who don't believe in any God or, or anything, who are doing fantastically well today in their careers, who are the billionaires, the richest people in the world today. Many of them don't believe in Jesus, they don't believe in God, they don't pay tithes, they don't do nothing. And they are still... At the end of affairs, sitting on the seven mountains of influence. What is going on here? That's what we're about to explain. To say, what is going on is that there are different types of dominion. We Christians, we focus on the spiritual dimension. The spiritual type. And it is very good. Because indeed, the spiritual type of dominion is the king of the types of dominion. But it's not the only type of dominion. I tell you a second type of dominion is financial dominion. And that's why you, you have people who are not Christians. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in Jesus. They are not kind. They are not good. They are not ethical people. Yet, they have a lot of money and have a lot of financial wealth. Why? Who gets, who gets there? I'll show you how it can happen. You know, when we, we say some of these things, um, it's difficult for people to understand. Financial dominion does not only happen in one sphere. There are two primary drivers of financial dominion or what you call financial wealth or financial freedom. Call it whatever. There are two primary channels. Channel number one is value creation. If you know how to create value, <laughs> you will rise and have dominion in in the financial type, you will have it. If you know how to uh, convert your skill, your expertise, you know how to monetize it, or you have a product of some sort you want to sell, you can do that. That's what Mr. Dangote, you know, Elon Musk can go. This is what they are doing. This is exactly what they are doing. So value, if you have value, you can monetize it and rise. In the financial uh, track for dominion, you can rise. But it's not the only way. There is the spiritual way. I tell you this. You may not agree with me, but please listen. I pray the Lord will give you grace to understand. For everything you see on earth, for every outcome you can think of, there is a spiritual dimension to it. The fact that you can see a physical dimension of it means that there is a spiritual dimension of it. The problem is, the spiritual realm is very complicated and the rules that govern it are very different from the rules that govern the physical realm and even in the spiritual realm there are two poles there is a negative pole there is a positive pole the rules that apply in the negative pole are not exactly the rules that apply in the positive pole and that's where the complexity comes in i will spare you that let me go to types of dominion i've mentioned first that there is the spiritual type of dominion there is a financial type of dominion. The third type of dominion is called vocational type of dominion. Where someone in an area becomes an authority. He becomes the father of it. You know, when you talk about 
uh, some aspects of science today. There are certain names that come to you. You remember Albert Einstein. You remember Isaac Newton. You remember uh, Charles Darwin. You, you, just, you mentioned those people. When you remember certain kinds of traits, there are certain names that come to your mind. You remember those who made the airplane. You remember the Wright brothers. That is vocational dominion. In that area, they became the fathers. They became the pioneers. They have become the authority. So when you talk about social network today, you cannot but mention Mark Zuckerberg. You cannot but mention his name. There is dominion that is expressing there. He owns Facebook, he owns WhatsApp, he owns Instagram. You cannot deny that vocational dominion. In the area of social networking, you can't. And how do you, how do you even tell what is dominion or what is not dominion? There are three characteristics I have seen by observation. Maybe there are more, but in my observation and meditation, these are the three things I have seen. For someone to manifest in any of these three kinds of dominion, spiritual or financial or vocational, there will be three things you will see. Come on to them. Number one is conquest. They have conquered something. Something that others are struggling to conquer. They have conquered it. Number two, they have mastered something. Mastery. What people are struggling to understand. What people are struggling to produce. They do it effortlessly. They produce their results without thinking, without stress. They have mastered how to get it. If you wake them up from their sleep, they are going to reproduce the results. There are certain people today in different fields of endeavor. In music, in video production, in preaching, in writing books, in solving mathematical problems. They have mastered it. That's dominion. So if you see mastery, if you see conquest, and the third one is prominence, of course you cannot have mastery and conquest in an area and not ultimately produce what we call prominence. It has a way of pushing you up. Why? Because you've gone beyond where others have reached. There is a way that you will be seen further than others will be seen. There is a way that you will stand out in the crowds. So when you talk about dominion, these three characteristics are almost always present. Number one, conquest. Number two, mastery. Number three, prominence. So for each type of dominion that we've mentioned, the spiritual, if you are Operating spiritual dominion, you will see in your life. There will be conquest. There will be mastery. There will be prominence. Ultimately, these three things we show. If it's in the financial area too, there will be conquest. There will be mastery. There will be prominence. If it's in the vocational, there will be conquest. There will be mastery. There will be prominence. It's just the way it works. So, but the thing is, to, to have dominion in any of these areas, especially in the spiritual which is the apex type of dominion there are two channels two channels just like I've always thought this life is dual there is duality of several things in scriptures and in life duality so if you want to have conquest oh Lord Jesus help me today you want to have mastery you want to have prominence there are two channels you want to ride on a spiritual type of dominion. There are two channels. You want to ride to the apex of financial dominion. There are two channels. You want to rise to the apex of vocational dominion. There are two channels. These two channels are the same thing you see from the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation. Can I shock you? The number one channel is through Satan. Yes, I said it. You know when we say some of these things, people say, oh, you people are trying to glorify Satan. No, we are not trying to glorify Satan. We are reading our Bible. We are reading our Bible. Please listen to me. And if you doubt me, ask the Yahoo Yahoo boys who want to blow, who want to make money. If they are not making money, they will not try it. No, they won't. Ask people who have risen in the area of IT, in the area of science, and go on and ask some of them what encounters they have had with extraterrestrial beings. You will be shocked. You will be shocked. Oh, or go and ask people who work in spiritual manifestations. You will be amazed how much covenants people have made with Satan. 
to get access to powers that produce those kind of results. You'll be amazed. Don't let anybody fool you. So if it is available in a, a domain, it can be found through Satan too. He can replicate it. He is the father of creating replicas. You know when Adam lost the um, spiritual type of dominion in the garden of Eden. He didn't just bury it in the ground. No. He handed it over to Satan. That's what happened. By that transaction where Satan became their counselor and guide. Where they rebelled against God. They became subservient to Satan. So he stole that spiritual type of dominion from them. But what Satan didn't know, and and I'm sure he knows, but he just pretends. Because the people who go to him to get it, they don't know. That what Satan has is not the original. Mm -mm. It's a replica of the original. So, it's a stolen mandate. God didn't give Satan mandate of dominion. It's a stolen mandate. So why he has access to it, why he has contractual ownership of it, he doesn't have the right to use it. Hmm? You're not getting me. You know, we define authority as the right to use power. So why Satan has the power to exercise dominion on earth? Because Adam gave it to him. Satan doesn't have authority. He doesn't have the right to use it. So what he has is stolen mandate. So everybody that goes to meet him, what you are getting is not the original, it's a replica. Get me now. Is what is a replica. And this is what he uses to deceive everybody that comes to him. So when they come to him, he will give you his terms and conditions. Covenant. <laughs> Covenant, yeah. So you get into an agreement that your allegiance will be to him, that you will align with him. That he will be the one giving you guiding principles in life. What you think you get is not the original. No, it's not the original spiritual type of dominion. It's the replica. And even try to fool Jesus with it. You remember the story in Matthew chapter 4? If you start from verse 4, the temptation of Jesus Christ. The Bible said he wanted to tempt him. He said, I know you too, like every other man on this planet who understands how this world works. You want to have dominion, right? Jesus, you want to have dominion. You want to have conquest. Okay, show me. Show me that you, you have had uh, conquest. Can you, can you jump from this place? Jump, jump, jump. Show me that you have conquered space. Show me that you have conquered the air. Jump, and let's see if gravity will not deal with you. Jump. Jesus said, no, 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 I won't do that. That's temptation. I'm not going to tempt the Lord my God. He even quoted scripture for him. He said, jump now. Maybe they said, the angels, they will take you up in their hand. They will not allow you to touch your foot against his soul. Jump. Jesus said, no, you won't fool me. He said, okay, you, you, you caught me on mastery. You caught me on mastery. Okay, let me try you on conquest. Maybe you say you are the son of God. Okay. I mean, you caught me on, on conquest. Let me catch you on mastery. Shall we say you are the son of God? And turn this, turn this uh, stone, turn it into bread and eat it. You have mastered the arts of creation. You can create bread from stone. Jesus saying, stop that. Man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So, ah, it's like this one really wants this dominion. Since you really want it so bad. Bible says he took him to the pinnacle of the temple. The highest place. I said, look at all this kingdom. He took it to a high mountain. He said, look at everywhere. Look at the kingdom of the earth. See all these beautiful places. See the present, the past, and the future. I will give everything to you. You will have prominence. Just bow before me. And <laughs> Jesus said, come on. Uh, it's only God you will bow before. Get thee behind me. You Satan. So at that point, he could not streak Jesus. With the replica of the spiritual authority or spiritual dominion that he had. Jesus knew you don't have the original. The original, we have it. Huh? We have the original. You know, Jesus is part of the Godhead. He said, when we said in Genesis 1.26 to say, let us create man huh? in our own image and let them have dominion. He said, the original is with us. Before we say, let man have dominion, we have dominion. So we know what the original is. 
In fact, what we gave man was a shared version. We only gave him access to the shared drive called Dominion. But since he fumbled, you, you copied the file and you think you have the original. No, 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 no. We have the original file of Dominion. The full complement of it. So this is the second channel. For those that want Dominion, that want the original, the original is not with Satan. It's a replica that is with Satan. It comes with grievous terms and conditions that at the end, you'll be sorry you got it from him. If you want the original, the original is in Christ. The original is in the Godhead. And we see that this is not theory. I'm not trying to tell you what did not happen. We will see right from the same scriptures, right from Genesis, that some people began to find the way to get the original. Right in scriptures. They began to walk in spiritual type of dominion even after Adam lost it. It's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. Even before Jesus came to manifest in the flesh, they have found a way to link up to God. To say there is still a channel if you want to rise in the spiritual type or financial type or vocational type of dominion, if you want to have conquest, mastery and prominence, isn't there still another pathway? For spiritual, let's take two examples. You remember Enoch, right? In the book of Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5 verse 21. What did the Bible say about Enoch? It said, Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters and all the days of Enoch were 365. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Jesus Christ. The Bible said this man found how to walk with God. Remember when we were teaching um, the series I Am? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So this man found the way to walk with God. The Bible said he so much walked with God that God took him. You know what? Some people, they get killed. Some people die. No, but some people are taken. Some people are called on. Enoch is one of those people. He didn't taste it. The Bible says, God took him. Another person is Elijah. 2 Kings chapter 2. From verse 10 to 11. The Bible says, God dispatched chariots of fire. And horses of fire to go and carry Elijah. Carried him from planet Earth and took him. God took him. How you will respect this God is that the Bible says when... You know the story very well about how Elisha was tagging along, making sure um, he would get double portion of the anointing. Bible says, and the man too fell. Remember what came to carry Elijah? It was fire that came to carry him. And the fire did not burn the mantle. The horses of fire did not burn the mantle. The chariot of fire did not burn the mantle. The mantle fell. That's for another day. So in spiritual, we, we see that men even found a way to do it. Walking with God, not with Satan. Walking with God. In the financial realm, men in scriptures found a way to do it. So they were showing us an example that these things are still present in God. If you will go through his channel, you will get the original type. Financial, remember the man Job. The book of Job chapter 1. If you read, um, in fact, let's read from the very beginning of the book of Job. Job 1. Bible says there was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright. That is, he was someone after God's heart, right? And one who feared God and shunned evil. The Bible says, and seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also, his possessions were seven thousand sheep. 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all the people in the East. Some versions would say he was the richest man in the East. But this man was a man of God. Meaning, 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 wait. That if Satan can find a way of giving money and riches to his people, that means God can give money and riches to his people. That's what the Bible says. So, Job is a proof 
that you can become a child of God and be prominent in financial type of dominion. Because he said he was the richest man in the East. You remember Isaac, the book of I, um, the book of Genesis, chapter twenty-six. I think I should read this. Genesis chapter twenty-six. If we start from verse twelve, from verse twelve, the Bible says, "Then Isaac sold in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold." And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued to prosper until he became very prosperous for he had possessions of flocks and possession of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. <laughs> you don't understand what's happening. The Bible says this man, he was living in a territory where there was starvation. There was famine. There was drought. But in the same year, the Bible said he sold and reaped a hundredfold. Other people sold and reaped nothing. This man sold and reaped a hundredfold. Why? The blessing of the Lord was upon him. See verse 12 now. He said he reaped a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. No, he didn't become rich just because he reaped a hundredfold. No, he became rich because the Lord blessed him. It's the blessing. The blessing, that which added no sorrow. The blessing that's what made him rich, so rich that a whole country became envious of him. Read your Bible. The Bible says he became so prosperous and he had so much possession that the Philistines envied him. A whole nation envied him. If you keep going, I don't have time to read everything. If you skip and go to verse 28, Bible says, But they said that this. The, the of, officials of Philistines, their king, Abimelech, and his chiefs, they said they came to, to meet Isaac. And in verse 28, they said, We have certainly seen that the Lord is with you. <laughs> so we said, Let there now be an oath between us, between you and us. And let us make a covenant with you, that you will do us no harm. Since we have not touched you, and since we have done nothing to you but good, and have sent you away in peace, you are now blessed of the Lord. Get what, what's happening here. They said, <laughs> ordinarily, what we should be having is a bilateral treaty between a nation and our nation. But only you in a nation. God has so much blessed Isaac, a whole nation came to sign bilateral MOU with him. Say, so you will not arm us. We will not arm you. Promise that you are not going to annex our nation. You will not come and Russia or Ukraine. He was that blessed. God moved him in the dimension of financial dominion that a nation became envious of him. So it is possible. Can I tell you about vocation? You remember our brother Daniel in the book of Daniel, chapter 5, verse 11. I love how, how Daniel was introduced. The woman who was introducing Daniel in the book of Daniel chapter 11 was a queen. And indeed a queen mother because she was wife to the king Nebuchadnezzar and the son she gave back to Belshazzar had become king after Nebuchadnezzar died. So this Belshazzar was having a problem. Something had happened and he didn't know how to deal with it. There had been an handwriting on the wall. He could not interpret what was going on. So he was confused. So his mother came and said, see, 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 wait, wait. Let me give you somebody's CV. We have a CV in our system. So that's what happened in this Daniel chapter 5 verse 11. And she began to speak. She said, there is a man in your kingdom. We are speaking about vocational type of dominion. How God's children can access it. We are speaking about how people access it through the devil. We are not here to preach the devil. We are here to preach Jesus. Listen, he said, there is a man in your kingdom. I'm reading from verse 11 of the book of Daniel chapter 5. A man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. God, I love this. Meaning that if the holy spirit is living inside of us, we are capable of manifesting this type of dominion. You are not getting me. Go on. It says, and in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And the king Nebuchadnezzar, your father, 
your father the king made him chief of the magicians even though he wasn't a magician they made him chief of the magicians chief of the astrologers chief of the chargers chief of all the soothsayers in as much as an excellent spirit knowledge understanding interpreting dreams solving riddles and explaining enigmas were found in this daniel whom the king named belteshazzar now let this daniel be called and he will give you the interpretation the woman was sure of it that this man is the best you can find in this field in this territory is the best you can find go from generation to generation is the best you can ever find see what the bible says in the same daniel chapter 6 verse 28 bible says so this daniel prospered in the reign of darius and in the reign of cyrus the passion you know we mentioned two kings before we mentioned nebuchadnezzar we mentioned his son belshazzar the bible is saying here that even this same daniel he was still outstanding in the reign of two other kings that came after belshazzar he said in the reign of darius daniel was still prominent in the reign of cyrus daniel was still prominent he not only had mastery he not only had conquest remember how the mouth of lions were shot he conquered wild animals he conquered them you are not getting this when you have the spiritual type of dominion you can overcome and overthrow any territory in any other type of dominion whether it's the financial or it's the vocational you can overcome them if you master spiritual dominion and this is my emphasis today remember how the bible says in philippians 2 verse 11 that the lord has highly exalted him the man jesus christ and given him a name that is above all names that is an identity that supersedes and trumps every other identity that the mention of the name of jesus every knee should bow those on earth those beneath the earth those in heaven and every mouth confess that jesus christ is lord so supreme dominion can only be found in him remember what he told his disciples in the book of matthew chapter 28 verse 18 he said therefore because i've finished my work he said all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me that is what satan had is replica Mm-mm. it is not the same there's this advert they say if it is not panadol it can never be the same thing as panadol so he said what i have is the original the totality of dominion of all types vocational financial and spiritual is found in jesus all the characteristics of mastery of prominence of conquest is found in what in jesus christ so he's saying this is available this is available i want to show you something and i pray lord jesus that your eyes will be open as we bring about this next this next part of this message that the lord will illuminate your heart i'm praying this because what i want to say now is one thing that can easily get misunderstood so please pay attention pay attention i'm going to read the book of revelations chapter 5 i call it the seven dimensional expression of dominion you know we know things called two dimensional three dimensional 4d 3d this is 7d the seven dimensional expressions of dominion found in christ which he has shared with us if we know how to use it please bear with me in the next 15 minutes we'll go through this please follow me revelations chapter 5 If you understand this, your life is going to change permanently. Your aspirations, your focus will become sharpened. And indeed, you will learn to live in dominion. Last week, we talked about dominion, expressing it from God's angle. This week, I want to close this dominion topic on how you can live and walk in dominion. If you don't get this, this whole message is a waste. I said everything I've been saying since last week just to emphasize this. So please pay attention. Revelation chapter 5. I'll read very quickly from verse 6 to verse 12. Pay attention. The Bible says, 
And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns, underline seven horns, and seven eyes, underline seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, underline seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb. Each having a harp, a golden bowl full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open his seals. For you were slain and you have redeemed us to God by your blood. And out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God. Underline kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. Underline reign on the earth. Verse 11. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne. The living creatures and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. I wanted to do the math before. I was doing 10 raised to power 3. I multiplied with 10 raised to power 3. Then I got lost because I couldn't multiply anymore. It says 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. I don't know the exponent. So I stopped. And what the Bible says in verse 12. They were all saying with a loud voice. Listen to what they were saying. This is my emphasis. Verse 12. Listen to what they were saying. What is the lamb who was slain to receive one power to receive two riches to receive three wisdom to receive four strength to receive five honor to receive six glory and to receive seven blessing these are the seven dimensions of the expression of dominion anybody who is thinking of dominion this is the template to look at this is the checklist of dominion Listen to what the Bible says here. When we were reading, I said to under, underline certain things. It says seven horns, right? It says seven eyes. It says seven spirits. Then now we read seven expressions of dominion. Power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. It's not a coincidence. It's a mystery. Why do I call it a mystery? Because we don't understand it fully. You know, we have, we have said many things about many things. But sometimes because we get emotional about our situation, we try to, in our mind, rewrite the Bible. No. Our job is not to rewrite the Bible. Our job is to humble ourselves and say, Lord, how can I get what you say is available in your word? Because it's available. Only that we don't have the keys. These seven expressions of dominion, this seven dimensional dominion is available to us. Why do I say so? The Bible says that he made us kings and priests. Verse 10. And that we will reign upon the earth. Is his intention that we are created to be kings and priests. Oh no, it didn't start in the book of Revelation. This started in Genesis. You remember Genesis chapter 14 verse 18. A man called Melchizedek. The Bible said he was the king of Salem. And he was a priest that abided forever. If you read Hebrews chapter 7. He said he was a priest forever. But he was not only a priest. The Bible says he was the king of Salem. God was trying to give us examples. He said, my people, this is an archetype. And you know, Melchizedek is an archetype of Jesus. So he said, I created you guys to be kings and priests. Please follow me. If you go to Exodus chapter 19, verse 6. At that time, the nation Israel had been born. Hmm? The Bible describes them as a kingdom. Kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests. You see, when God begins to use these words, He's building something. So that later we will come to understand what He's talking about. That is the church, the children of God, Israel, 
they called out people he calls them out of the world he called them out of egypt they are an archetype of the church so he said these people i called and made my own this israel that i called my first son he said you are a kingdom of priests that is you are under a king but you are kings and you are priests first peter chapter 2 verse 9 you know you know how we are described how christians are described he said you royal priesthood royal <laughs> royal priesthood means royal is kingly i'm sure you know that royal priesthood that means we are both kings and priests i'm coming somewhere so when he mentions here in the book of revelations chapter 5 verse 10 that we are kings and priests it is not a mistake and it is not the first mention of it neither is it the last mention of it because if you go to revelation chapter 20 verses it calls us reigning priests that is people that reign that is kings reigning priests you will see this trick all through scriptures this is the intention of the lamb of god who is the king of kings and the high priest of our calling oh god help me today do you understand so the lamb of god is like us is a king and priest the only difference is that he's not an ordinary king he is the king of kings and he is not an ordinary priest go and read your book of hebrews very well the bible says he was a high priest who went into the holy of holies once and he was a different kind of high priest why he was the person offering the sacrifice and he was the sacrifice himself too huh? so he was the offerer and the offering all at once he is the high priest of our calling is a high priest who is touched by the feelings of our infirmity so jesus christ is both king and priest like us so he has this seven dimensional dominion so we should have this seven dimensional dominion do you understand me now like him we can manifest all these seven dimensions power riches wealth strength honor and glory and blessing we can we must the question is how do we what is the formula what is the key this is what is missing and just so that we will not get confused he manifested it right on it when he was working on this planet with us on power you remember how with ease he cast out demons in fact as he was entering territories demons were already screaming mark chapter 4 they were screaming please 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 don't don't send us away before our time they were screaming he had power over them our riches this one we don't like this as christians again because of abuse because some people have taken prosperity preaching out of the context of scriptures they have turned it to greed and manipulation so whenever we hear about christians getting rich or becoming wealthy we, we try to back off and make it look like oh wealth is a crime or being rich means that you are no longer going to be in god's good book no 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 don't make that mistake you, you saw isaac you saw job you saw abraham <laughs> they, they were rich people and abraham by the way was in paradise you remember lazarus the poor man was trying to squat inside abraham's bosom so being poor is not a license to paradise and being rich is not a license to paradise and neither of them can debar you but it will affect your quality of life here and the level of impact you can make for the kingdom have you seen a king that is poor before let us think jesus manifested this dimension the bible says when jesus was about to be buried a rich man came an influential man came and he went to meet the governor he said my name is joseph i'm from the city of arimathea please i would like to have the body of the savior i want to put him in my tomb that my very special tomb that i built for myself why i want to put him there that's why isaiah said that in his death he was numbered with the, with the rich he slept in that tomb for two nights he manifested riches is it wisdom go and ask the pharisees how he mesmerized them they wanted to trap him said bring that coin whose image is on this by the time he finished with them everybody was scratching their head every time he beats them supernatural wisdom 
Is it strength? Oh, it takes a lot of strength to carry the sin of the whole world and not break. He carried the, the sin of the whole world. Including my sin. I wasn't born at that time, but he carried it. He took it to the cross. That takes strength. He had enormous strength. Or is it honor? You remember during the triumphal entry, how everybody was running from pillar to post, trying to make him comfortable and special. And he is special. They put palm fronts on the floor. Some people even spread their clothes. And the children were shouting, Hosanna! Hosanna in the highest! Ah, the son of David is coming! And people wanted to stop. They said, if you stop them, I will tell these stones. They will start hailing me. They will be hailing me. Honor! He was a man of honor. Or is it glory? <laughs> you remember how on the Mount of Transfiguration, how we dazzled the inner caucus member, Peter, James, and John. He transformed in their presence. They saw light. He said, hey, Peter begin to misian, as they say. Lord, 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 uh, can, 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 can we make three things here? One for you, one for uh, Elijah, one for Moses. Let us stay here forever. He said, calm down, calm down. What you have seen here, don't, don't go and be telling everybody. Wait until I'm gone before you say it. Oh, or is it in the book of Acts chapter 9? When he, he had an encounter with Saul, the Bible says Saul just saw light from heaven. The light surrounded him. And he fell under the anointing of the light. The Bible says when he got up, he was blind. He could not see. The light was so bright, he became blind. The glory, that Shekinah of God was so bright. The Bible said Paul became blind. When they were going to heal him, when he sent Ananias to him, he said things that fell from his eyes were like scales. Light so strong, it can put scales on somebody's eyes. That's glory. Shekinah, he had it. Or is it blessing? And by the way, when we say blessing, some of us misunderstand it. We think it's money. No, blessing is not money. Blessing in scripture talks about the Holy Spirit. And Jesus had it without measure. In fact, he, he did not only have it without measure. The Bible calls him the one who will baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So he had it immeasurably. What is this telling us? This is telling us that we took our habits. That in fact, the design is that not only that Jesus will manifest this sevenfold expression of dominion. That he has shared it with us. And he demonstrated that. When he called the, the disciples, the seventy, he gave them power. He said, you to go and cast out demons. Just so go and test it. This thing is not fake. Go and test it. I've shared it with you. And of course, the Holy Spirit came later. Not just into them, but upon them with power. And we saw what the apostles did. Manifesting dominion. Dominion. Shadow, healing, handkerchief, healing. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, show us. We have not started anything. We are still making noise. We have not started anything. Mm-mm, we've not. Why? We don't know how to work in it. We don't know. We don't know. Some of the keys that I've seen in scriptures on activating this sevenfold dominion. Number one. Number one, I'm wrapping up now. You must recognize that this is a shared resource. It's not yours. So this dominion is shared. Man, you are to partner with Jesus Christ to express it. Without him, you cannot express it. That's what we're teaching in John chapter 15 verse 5. Without me, you can do nothing. And there are terms and conditions. Oh, when you went to, to meet Satan to get access to these types of dominion, there were terms and conditions too. Why do you think there would not be terms and conditions when it comes to getting it through Jesus and expressing it? There are terms and conditions, only that the terms and conditions are different. Since it's not yours, you have to use it under certain terms and conditions. And the, the, the key term is submission. <laughs> it's not yours. That authority is not yours. It was given to you. But to retain it and to wield it, it will be to the degree that you submit to the authority of the owner. This is where we have problem. You see, we, we sometimes forget who we are. We are nobody. Only that we've known him is because we know him that we cannot do all things through Christ who threaten us. So sometimes you forget, you think it's because of you, because of your holiness, because of anything you do. That's why demons answer you. That's why your prayers get answered. No. It's because of him. So the degree to which you submit to him will be the degree to which you will express this sevenfold dimension of power. Demons obey us because because of Jesus, not because of our name. <laughs> because of his name. 
in James chapter 4 verse 7 say, therefore submit yourself unto God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. So you want to go and resist the devil in your name, it will not work. You have to do it from a place of having submitted to Jesus with your obedience being complete. Then, when you resist the devil, he answers you. Not because of you, but because of him. We have access to riches. The Bible says he's the one who gives us power to get wealth. So we have access. And there is nothing wrong in using this. We can exhibit divine wisdom. Why? Because he himself is the wisdom of God. That's what the Bible calls him. For strength, the Bible says that those who wait upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. So, in, in rubbing minds with him, in spending time in his presence, in being with him, our strength is renewed. Our strength is renewed. On glory, the Bible says we go from glory to glory. Beholding his word, beholding him. As we look upon him, something rubs on us. As we look in that mirror, we begin to see the same image that he is. As he is in this world, so are we in this world. But all to the degree of your submission. We carry his blessing. It's Holy Spirit. He dwells inside of us. He lives in us. He teaches us. He guides us. And he can lead us into all truths. But then, we will not get the best of it until we submit in totality. All this rebellion will block us. No. No, no. That's not how to partner with God. That's not how to bring the kingdom rule to earth. That's not it. As it is in heaven, for it to be on earth, submission is the pathway. Not rebellion. Not insubordination. Not arrogance. Thinking that it belongs to you. It doesn't belong to you. It, it doesn't belong to you. That, that, that pathway, 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 is submission and if you want to see these things in your life if you want to see these things you must submit you must recognize that it's not yours you must recognize the terms and conditions those who try to raise themselves up it will bring them down so as you're trying in the spiritual manifestation of it in the financial manifestation of it in the vocational manifestation of it you want to bring God's kingdom on earth you want to make it as it is in heaven to be on earth it will not work until you have learned submission and as your submission increases so with the dominion ability that you carry I don't know if you have been blessed today I just want you to pray as we close I want you to extray your life. Let your life flash through you. Let it just flash through your face now. And look at these seven areas of dominion. See which area is lacking. Is it power? Is it riches? Is it wisdom? Is it strength? Is it honor? Is it glory? Is it blessing? I want you to pray a prayer of submission now. In a minute, a prayer of submission. This is just between you and him. In the area that you have not been able to manifest this dominion, I want you to pray a prayer of submission in that area. You see, sometimes why we, we struggle in an area is because we are using our own strength in that area. So, is it in the area of riches or the area of power or the area of wisdom or in the area of strength or in the area of honor or in the area of glory or in the area of blessing? As long as you rely on your power, you are not going to manifest dominion in those areas. So, where you have been using your own strength, I want you to submit it now. Submit it now. 30 seconds more. Submit it now. Submit it. Submit it. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, I join my brethren this morning to say we quit trying to wield the energy of the flesh we submit to your authority over us Lord Jesus Christ and by this we draw from you ability to manifest this sevenfold this seven dimensional dominion that indeed we will walk on this earth as priests and as kings 
I will, will reign upon this earth. That as, as it is in heaven, we will establish dominion on earth. That the kingdom of God, we will establish it in our territory. In every walk of life, in every area of our lives. It will be clear that we are sharing dominion with you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you because from this moment, as we genuinely live every struggle, every area of our struggle, as we deliberately live it and rely on you, we will begin to see progressive manifestation of this seven dimensional dominion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your name, dear Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Put your hands together and God bless you. A very special announcement. Please join us for the LYP program this afternoon by 12. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to join by, uh, by the grace of God and I know that it will be a blessing. Invite your friends. If you've not registered, the portal is still open and listen to the announcement. I'm sure it will come up in the announcement. Be a blessing to somebody. Share the message with them. God bless you and see you next week by His grace. Thank you for listening. To get copies of messages, kindly visit our ministry material store and also worship with us at Foundation of Truth Assembly Headquarters on 40 Stroke 42 Imam Dowder Street off Eric Mosso Lagos. God bless you.